often vulgar, always explicit, and sometimes funny. Slap box. Slap box. Welcome to the Slapbox Podcast. This is episode 443. I'm your host, Josh Albrecht, sitting inside the, uh, almost said the Muffin Hut, but I am not there, <laughs> in the Slapbox Bunker, freezing my ass. Well, my ass is pretty good. I'm on a heating pad, but my feet are pretty fucking frozen. As, uh, we got Shelly on the Zoom. I'm in a bunker myself. You're in a bunker. It looks almost like you're like Bin Laden hiding in the cave. Like you That's got, kind of what it feels like. That's why I got that tarp up, so you can't see uh, what's going on back there. Can't make out the GPS coordinates. Yeah. Too bad your metadata is on the Zoom call here. I can I can zoom right in with the drone and uh, <laughs> take you magic out. Arena code. What do you got? <laughs> An arena code for magic. Oh. All right. <laughs> I guess that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like. I'm just like pretending like I know. Anybody wants to use that? There you go. Use it up. Yeah, I'm not recording the video. (laughs) uh, You'll have to take care if you want to put this on Periscope or something. I don't know. That's on your end. Okay. (laughs) Is Periscope still a thing? I don't know. I'll put it up on OnlyFans. (laughs) OnlyFans. Do we need to get naked now? Like. uh, I'll just put some naked pictures behind me there. I'll put the gay picture of me. Oh, that's what I should have put up. Oh, oh fuck, man. Why didn't I think of that for a background? It should have just know. been my gay picture. Or I'm just now fucking you know. laying, laying uh, all gay-like. <laughs> or I was still kind of fat. <laughs> it's a great picture. My gay pose. I forget about that picture. That picture is from before the podcast. We're coming up in a couple of weeks. It's going to be nine years. I was going to say, yeah, nine years coming up. It's just a couple of weeks away. Nine fucking years. And uh, unfortunately, uh, I guess I'll just come out with it right now. Uh, You were the one to inform me the other day that uh, St. Louis uh, legend, as far as I'm concerned, uh, radio DJ from the point, and uh, yeah, we lost a good one. Tom West passed away. I believe I don't know if this is uh for certain, but I believe it was a heart attack from what I gathered from social media. But I'm not certain that's, on that. That's what I've read. <sighs> I uh, got that from Scotty Gherkin. That Gherkin, <laughs> something like that. He was a uh, he Scotty Boom Boom. That's how I know. Scotty Boom Boom. Yeah, Scotty Boom Boom is uh, he uh was from the band Modern Day Zero as well of a uh, uh, local St. Louis band. But uh but yeah, Tom West. Uh I know I think was he originally when the point launched was it was it 94 96 something like that when the point launched? I'm not even sure now. They've been around well, since Well, I mean, today's the or this month is the birth month, so 28 years ago. Oh. <laughs> so 21 years ago would be 2000. <laughs> Uh, to twenty eight, yep. so seven seven minus two thousand, so you get ninety three. There you go, ninety three. I feel like he was on there pretty much from the get go. Like I, I don't remember so. what year. Yeah, like, I mean was... a long time. Like there's he was on there a long time. 
I listened to Tom and Jeff in the afternoon. I mean, they would they had a morning show forever too. But yeah, before Stern, wasn't it? It was, or was it before yeah. or after Stern? I uh, left the point. I can't remember now. I guess it was after. Was it after? after? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it was after. But I I like the afternoon show. I always thought. Oh, I listened to the afternoon show like fucking forever, man. Like uh. <laughs> I remember when I first went to the broadcast center, I would listen to the uh, Tom and Jeff on my way up there because it was like an hour drive. And I would uh, rock me some T-A-J, buddy, some Tom and Jeff. And uh, <laughs> like, uh, I loved it whenever uh, Jeff Burton would uh, go on vacation and it would just be like Tom because <laughs> he would play all the shit that Jeff hated. <laughs> So he would play like uh well, Burton only likes like three bands. Well that's <laughs> true. Like Blue October. Yeah, I think that's it. I think that yeah. <laughs> three versions of Blue October. Uh but uh he would he would go uh there was the Poop Smith song. You know the Poop Smith song? Do you remember that? Uh yeah, yeah. Fuck, hold on. yeah. I'll, I'll I'll pull it up. Shit. If my Damn it. Yeah, no. Okay, that'll work. This computer is a little rough with the... Uh... I'm using my laptop to play it, and my laptop kind of blows. <laughs> I guess I could just plug in my phone. It would work better on my phone. But I got other stuff pulled up. But anyway, uh, the Poopsmith song, it's a kid's song about going to the toilet to use the bathroom. Yeah. And the point, if you're unfamiliar, if you're not from the St. Louis area, uh, shout out to all my Russian fr- homies, comrades. Uh, it goes in the potty. <laughs> poop. It goes in the potty. Not on the wall. <laughs> Not on the light switch down the hall. Uh, <laughs> poop goes in, the potty. goes in the potty. And uh, it warning this song. If you're unfamiliar with it, it will get stuck in your head. If you're head. from St. Louis, you know this song. Yeah. If if you uh, listen to Tom and Jeff back in the day, and you were you would if. If you didn't tune in when Jeff wasn't on vacation, then maybe you wouldn't know it. But <laughs> I feel like every time Jeff was on vacation, and dude, every time I he'd fucking play this, I oh, I'd crank it. I'd fucking like I would just love the fact that he would do this on the point, which the, the point is an alternative station, and like it you know came out in '93, so it was rocking Nirvana, Sublime, all that you know classic '90s alternative. Oh God damn it, I forgot. Visit Inspiration Ford. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't have YouTube Premium anymore. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> I have Rise to watch nuts. the commercials. Damn it! Oh yeah, here we go. Here's Poop Poop's Miss song. <laughs> Turn that down a little bit. <laughs> it's fucking infectious. They'd go in for right from like Green Day or maybe Tool, and then <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking sober not on to leg, not in the toes, not in the eggs, not on the carpet, nor the linoleum. Just out I do actually love this song. Smeared all over him. Poop in the pot. Poop goes in the pot. Everyone. Oh, that's that's a classic one. I fucking love that. He also played the uh tralala guy, the Russian uh, trollolo or whatever. Like all the time. I'm pretty sure Burton hated it, but it was like 
Is God, this number? The other day they were telling stories. Yeah. From back in Woody and Riz. <laughs> and I guess one of the ones wasn't so much a, uh, a story about him, but he was there. Yeah. They were talking about, uh, oh, what's his name? He does impressions. He's on the Riz show all the time. Stand-up comedian. I'm not sure. I, I unfortunately don't get a chance to I listen to the Riz show much. I'll have to look. His name is escape me but anyway Woody had him on and uh, Lars the actual Lars yeah from Metallica from Metallica Lars Ulrich so he had this stand up pretend to be uh, Gene Simmons yeah and he gets on the phone and he's like was oh it, it's it was the one guy that used to be on Stern a lot too wasn't he or uh, yeah 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 I, yeah I don't remember his name I know which comedian you're talking about though but he he gets on uh, with Lars and he he's like he tells Lars that Metallica directly ripped off one of Kiss's songs. Yeah. And, he, and Lars is like, what the fuck are you? He's like, what song, man? <laughs> and he tells him and he's like, he's like, this song is exactly like our song. This, and he's like, that those two songs aren't anything. He's like, what the fuck? And he's really like, Lars pissed. pissed off, dude. And they finally, you know, let him, but he is getting to the point where he's like, he's getting ready to call like James Hetfield and his yeah. manager. And he's like, he's like Gene, he's like, I don't know what the fuck, Gene. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck, Gene. I don't know what the fuck. But apparently, I'm trying like, to do a Lars, every, and it's not everybody happening. in there. Like Tom West was on the floor. Just he, yeah, he, not, he, was, he practically died. He was fucking, you know, laughing so hard. But <laughs> <laughs> that's good stuff. That's good stuff. Oh man, but yeah, that, when they were talking about it, I'm some of the bits they used to do. I miss those. Now I just forgot about them. You know, it's like goddamn, should bring those back. Oh man, when they would do, just I mean, they did a lot of games that like everybody does with like uh, like three things to make a cashier blush. Yeah, which would maybe they were the first to do that, but I I don't know. <laughs> I would claim they were definitely the masters of it. Man, they were they were they had such a good rapport. Like the two of them, like there was like they were definitely like siblings. <laughs> they were you could definitely tell these guys don't hang out when they leave work. Work. Yeah. Jeff was always busting Tom's balls like nonstop. Like uh, what uh, he would mention something about being a flight attendant. Tom was a flight attendant at one point, I guess before working at, <coughs> right before working at the point because I think he was pretty young still <laughs> when he restarted at the point. Was, uh, he's about ten years, eleven years older than I am. But uh, he, every time he'd say he's a flight attendant, and he's like stewardess. Or, well, Jeff would bring it up, I guess, if you call him a stewardess, and he's like flight attendant, flight attendant. <laughs> like, <laughs> and there was all he was always giving him shit for Mitch that he was gay and sucking Mitch off <laughs> and stuff. Every time, like uh, the shampoo or whatever the uh, Mitchell, uh, what what is the shampoo thing with uh damn it oh uh they had a campaign for a long time who was mitch and every time i see yeah. that i would think of tom and mitch uh who by the way uh, tom as far as i know wasn't gay he was uh they had a uh, uh, long time girlfriend joy which uh they were still together apparently when he passed but uh <laughs> all the time he'd rib him for for mitch and man i don't know how many times i heard that guy puke there was the make Tom puke segment. He must have had a weak stomach, man. He was he would uh 
the would you rather's they would do. I watched uh, there's uh, some YouTube clips from the podcast days that uh, whenever they would they did a make Tom. Well, it was a would you rather, but they made Tom puke <laughs> with the would you rather. It's something apparently, about eating shit out of Burton's asshole. Something about apparently uh, there's a video of Burton. He lost a real or fake, and he has to eat a hissing cockroach. It's on YouTube, the Riz Show. Yeah, Tom watched that and puke just watching the video. Puked. Nice. They nice. cover it in chocolate, but it's still pretty. When he bites into it, <laughs> he's pee pukes. Like he throws it up. He doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Did uh, after the Rizzuto show were they like still talking to like Burton or I mean uh, Tom West at all? Like I. I get from, like, what Jeff, basically from what he said, like, not a lot. And, you know, you can tell he's kind of upset about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, fuck, those guys work together forever. Like, after the point, when they get, they got fired, and I want to say it was, it was, it was 2010, because I worked at the radio station at the time. I worked at, uh, which, fun fact, too, I went to the broadcast center when I was listening to Tom and Jeff. <laughs> on uh the afternoon drive and tom west also went to the broadcast center fun fact <laughs> but uh <clears throat> so it was it had to be i was working at the radio station so this had to put it at 2010 it was right near the end they got fired from the point and uh because i believe it was woody and Rizzuto were renewing their contract i think is what the initial dispute was they were getting more money and so they i guess the station didn't from what i understand from what i've heard <laughs> You know, I'm not. I didn't work for the point. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was really, it was really weird at, at the time. But from what I understand, they didn't want to pay them more money and also be paying Tom and Jeff what they were paying them. So yeah. they got rid of Tom and Jeff. And that's when I thought the excitement happened. That's when they started the Tom and Jeff podcast. <laughs> it was uncensored, not unapologetic. And I'm, by the way, you can't see it because this is audio. I'm wearing the shirt. I have the Tom and Jeff podcast shirt. And uh, <laughs> the greatest, po- possibly the greatest podcast I ever heard was the first episode of that. They actually recorded at the Point Studios after they were fired. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, guy at night times, I don't know if he still works there. I can't remember his name. He was doing the Point at night. Uh, he was also did their production at the time. So he made a lot of commercials and shit. And uh, he uh, record, let him record uh, in there a podcast. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think the bosses probably gave a shit, but uh, it's funny. Like they're in there talking about getting fired <laughs> on the, that first episode, and like what it was like. I mean, they worked at the point forever, and I wish I still had that fucking that episode because they don't have the episodes anymore on uh, iTunes or no. anywhere on the fucking internet. There's a few of them that are still out there on YouTube because Arch City Video recorded some of their podcasts, and you can actually watch those still on YouTube. But it's only a handful of them. They did. I don't remember how many. It was a good podcast. Oh, it was good stuff. Especially early on, they were uncensored at first, and uh, <laughs> they. But eventually, they, I mean, they were trying to make money. They made. Uh, they didn't have any day jobs. They made money yeah. off working on the radio. These guys weren't like a nationally syndicated <laughs> radio show. They didn't have money in the massive amounts of money in the bank, and uh, they make you know s- slightly more money than I make in my uh, day job at a factory. So. uh <laughs> they were making decent money, but anywho, uh, so they were trying to make money, and it's hard, and especially then, it was harder to make money. I think now it's 
probably easier. I can't. I say this. I would imagine it's made, a little easier. Now, yeah. Made money doing a podcast, but I mean, they were getting a lot of numbers for downloads, and uh, they they went uh, and they had tried to get sponsors, and uh, they made deals with their sponsors that they were going to edit their show, and it wasn't going to be <laughs> uncensored. And it was like, oh, it just wasn't. <laughs> it just didn't have quite the feel when it. <laughs> Uh, when that happened and it was and then uh, I think the sponsors were requiring a lot but I think even with the sponsors they just weren't making any real money and then uh, Burton eventually ended up going back to radio but man those podcasts were great and they had a coach who I I don't think I actually met him before they did the podcast but like the radio station I worked at which was at the time Westplex 100.7 uh, he had come in there uh I don't know his real name. He's a blind guy they call Coach. <laughs> he was all, well, on the podcast, he was always feeling women up and stuff. <laughs> the funny thing about when he came back, because it was the Woody and Riz show, and then it just became the Rizzuto, the Rizzuto show. show. And there's like even more people than when it was Woody Rizzuto. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. But it's funny because he came back, They he would be on there like one maybe a couple times a month and it's almost like he just stayed. He just never, <laughs> he just never left. <laughs> I love Jeff Burton. <laughs> but when the, when that podcast happened though, like early on, like the first few episodes, I guess it was just Tom and Jeff, but then coach came on and he was doing sports. Co- I wish I, I think I knew his real name at one point. They just, everybody just calls him coach. He's a funny dude. But like, uh, he knows a lot about sports. It was like, he just, his whole life is just listening to like sports radio all the fucking time. So he knows like a fuck ton of sports. I lost you. Oh, you lost me? Well, yeah. I still have you. I'm, I'm just looking for the camera again. Oh, there it is. okay. <laughs> but uh, I'll give you the bat wing here in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can't kick you, though. It's going to be a little hard through Zoom. Um. Anyway, yeah, but uh, Coach would be on there doing sports. And then it was Scotty Boom Boom. After the first, I think it was right after the first episode, Scotty Boom Boom started, uh, he had a recording studio, he recorded bands and stuff, I mean, he was in modern day zero for years, and he'd record other bands over in Forstell, Missouri, and uh, <laughs> they started doing the show there, and I actually board op for Scotty Boom Boom before that happened, because when I worked at Westplex 100.7, uh, <clears throat> I uh, Scotty Boom Boom knew all the a lot of the guys that I worked with at the radio station and uh, they actually uh, it was uh, I think it was Lincoln County Fair he was out uh, doing a remote at Lincoln County Fair I didn't I don't even know if they told me who I was like board hopping for that day I was like working seven days a week at my day job that week (laughs) (laughs) and then driving to the radio station that it just so happened to pan out that week and it was like right near the end of the time where I was like, I couldn't take working at the radio station anymore because I was, I started working a lot of overtime at the day job. And then like I had worked between both jobs, like 90 something hours that week. <laughs> and it was that, that Sunday that uh, night that I went to the radio station, I board up for uh, Scotty boom. Boom. I got there within like a minute. If that, when we had to go on the air, there was nobody else at the radio station. <laughs> I was <laughs> It was pretty nuts. It was pretty nuts. But then I I played the music for him. So I, I like it's not like I met him in person. He was out at the fair, and I talked to him a little bit, like in between the stuff. And I I don't even know if I knew he at that time that he played for Modern Day Zero. 
like I'd heard their stuff because I'd listened to the point for fucking ever. But uh, like, so I kind of knew Scotty Boom Boom. <laughs> and then so like when they got the podcast and was like Scotty Boom, I was like, holy shit, I know Scotty Boom Boom. <laughs> It's like I I already knew like from working at the radio station plenty of people that knew Tom and Jeff like really well, and then well, like when I was at uh, the broadcast center, the uh, instructor Vic Porcelli, who's uh, been in St. Louis radio for years, he's years, been on yeah. all kinds of different stations. He's a really cool dude. I he was one of my favorite teachers out <laughs> there. When I was going to the broadcast center, like he was kind of in between jobs at the time. And he was trying to get uh, – he actually uh, stopped working at the broadcast center at one point because he got a radio job farther away or he had to move. But uh, he went on Tom and Jeff while I was going to the broadcast center, and I was, like, listening to it while they brought Vic Porcelli on. <laughs> I was, like, driving up to class, and I was like, holy shit, <laughs> there's my teacher. <laughs> I fucking love these guys. <laughs> but uh, So it's like I, I – you know, not only did I know him just from listening to – the radio all the time but i also knew all these people <laughs> that knew knew them personally and then uh the radio station there was i think pretty most of the people that worked at the radio station knew both of them personally <laughs> that's just kind of how radio is like everybody ends up working together at some point or just like going to events together but uh <laughs> yeah anyway the podcast so i was known these guys since probably 93 or whenever they fucking started broadcasting on the point and uh listening to them a lot so that and you know had had they not existed maybe i wouldn't have gone to the broadcast center not sure <laughs> but uh <laughs> so long story short uh i get uh it's right about the time i'm quitting the radio station like because i'm like it's i'm just not making much money there i know that i'm not going to go on full time there and uh and yada yada, and uh, <laughs> I'm really tired from not sleeping. <laughs> I had a lot of fun there, man. There was some really cool people there, uh, but it just was like uh, it was it was time. I, I put a year in, a little over a year, and then uh, I wanted to get into doing other things. I wanted to do like production style stuff, like creating commercials and and just like sketches and yada yada, whatever. Be a little bit more creative instead of just like controlling the boards during. Uh, <laughs> baseball games and shit <laughs> but uh i was a low man on the totem pole <laughs> uh anyway uh i knew that they had started the podcast and i was like i was excited about that and like i had never really thought about doing a podcast before and everything but then i was like uh get more into it. i was like well you know maybe i should do something along those lines but then uh Kara the Lesbian would be on Tom and Jeff. Even before they did the podcast, she would come on the radio. I think radio, it was yeah. the, every Wednesday <clears throat> they would have her on. And then when they did the podcast, she again started coming on every Wednesday. Well, this was 2010, so I guess it wasn't too long after uh, <laughs> Sarah Palin <laughs> had run for uh, – <laughs> The office of Vice President of the United States of America. And, uh, <laughs> good old progressive Sarah yeah. Palin. Nowadays, she looks pretty progressive. <laughs> Don't you know? <laughs> I can see Russia from my house. See, <laughs> it ain't so, Joe. See, it ain't so. See, yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, Sarah Palin had just put out some kind of biography situation, autobiography, whatever the fuck. I'm sure she had somebody else write it, but anyway, she put out some book, and uh, there. <laughs> yeah, 
Tom and Jeff, of course, were making jokes about it, and uh, <laughs> they were saying that, uh, or they were having Kara, she was doing a Sarah Palin impression. Maybe that's, maybe, I don't remember exactly how it started, but she started talking like Sarah Palin, and then Jeff's like, well, say this is Sarah Palin, and having her say all this just filthy shit. And so I I'm like I was like, oh fuck yeah. Like it just like a light bulb went off. It's like I gotta cut this audio up and make a commercial out of it for the Sarah Palin book. <laughs> so she can have like an audio book. And so like I cut it up and I I mean I guess I'll just go ahead and play it now. Like get the <laughs> Why she never used it. Yeah, I think I may have played this on the podcast years ago because this is like my most ever heard a- anything. But anyway, I'll get into more detail about that. I'll go ahead and just fucking play it. Make sure I got the right I don't know which knob it is. <laughs> Moose oh, Knuckle go. Publications brings you the new Sarah Palin biography, Rogue Eskimo Orgy, now on audiobook, voiced by Kara the Lesbian. I'm Sarah Palin. Lick my pussy. You will hear about Sarah's fondness for the Alaskan wilderness and all of its creatures. I love Moose Pussy. Find out how Sarah gets on top of every situation. I need to fuck something and fuck something now. Get an in-depth view of Sarah's personal war on drugs. Cut me up another rail of that blow. In this biography, you will also learn how Sarah dishes out commands, Palin style. That pussy ain't gonna lick itself. Eat that fucker. And you will get a first-hand account of what it felt like to lose the White House to a black man. Oh, yeah. Shove that large black cock in my ass. Pick up the new Sarah Palin biography, Rogue Eskimo Orgy, at a truck stop near you. <laughs> I don't know why I chose to go with the truck stop. It just seemed like... <laughs> it works. <laughs> uh, it, I mean, I, I I was pretty excited about it. And, like, you know, I put a piano track in the background. And, like, at that point in time, I thought this was, like, the greatest thing I had, I had done to that point. Like, most of the stuff I had done, it was at the broadcast center. And the levels were bad on a lot of the commercials. I did some shitty voice work. <laughs> My voice listens to it now, too. Like, I'm like, man, I can do better than that. I can do better than that. But anyway, I, I listen to my voice way too much. <laughs> um, at the time, though, I was like, all right, I'm going to send this to them. And let's see, you know, let's see. I think I think there's a good chance. I Like, after making it, I'm like, I think there's a good chance they'll fucking play this and shit. Like, I figured there was a very strong chance they would play that. <laughs> I felt pretty confident. But also, you know, I'm. <laughs> self-loathing and uh, <laughs> don't really think that much of myself but like uh so i sent i emailed it to burton and uh then he sent me an email i got an email back from him while i was at work and uh they recorded sometime while i was at work and he said he's like we're gonna put it on the show he's like we loved it uh fuck i probably have the email somewhere but i'd have to yeah i'd have to look it up <laughs> I didn't have that pulled up, but, uh, I was just like, uh, so like jacked at work. I was like, holy shit. He says they're going to play it on the fucking show today. And it was like, I sent it. I think I purposely sent it to him too. Like on a Tuesday night, knowing that, you know, Kara would be on the next day because <laughs> Kara was on the episode when they fucking, uh, played it. <laughs> and I was like, I remember just being so fucking jacked. Like, holy oh, fuck, man, they're going to play. Like I felt on top of the world, man. I was like, I just fucking, <laughs> I just ran the Boston Marathon or something like, I, like I it. Oh, fucking yeah I want gold bitches yes like I fucking landed on the moon that day <laughs> we did it we landed on the moon anyway but yeah then uh, 
then I play. Man, it was weird listening to it earlier because like uh, it took me a while to finally listen to. It. I did listen to the episode where they actually like play it, and uh, they get to the emails, and then uh, they had three emails, and like uh, Jeff's like Scotty, uh, play the Sarah Palin one. La- let's do the. Let's wait for the Sarah Palin one for last. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, uh, so I listened. I was like, "Oh shit, yeah!" Like here, because like they didn't mention it at first, but then like, let's get to emails because they would. I think every episode like get to emails, and I was like, "Oh shit, here's the emails!" And then like they get the Sarah Palin one last. Like, fuck yes, yes, like the headliner. And then yeah, yeah. Then they like they played it, and like they're all laughing, and like uh, like Tom, everybody was just like fantastic. They're all cheering me on and stuff. And then then they told me to send me more. Like Scotty Boom Boom's like keep them coming. I'm like oh fuck yeah. Like here's my end, dude. Like I could totally make shit for these guys. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah. So I was like all psyched and everything. And. uh after that, so then I was like, I was coming up. I think I even messaged like Kara and stuff, and like talked about possibly doing something else. But I felt weird about it. I don't know it was a weird thing. Like I never, and it's not like I had met these people before. <laughs> like I it was a weird situation. But I thought up this other commercial. <laughs> I don't know if you remember this one so well, but uh, Tom West would always make jokes about the Catholic priests all the time. And he would refer to uh, Father Cumstein a lot <laughs> on oh, yeah, the podcast, yeah. <laughs> and like making jokes and talking about Father Cumstein. And uh, I came up with this idea because it was around Halloween. Uh, I fuck. I think that podcast I was listening to earlier was actually or he was talking about Thanksgiving. I guess that was coming up. So, but I, for some reason, I thought of like Halloween theme shit. For some reason, I was like. And I thought, like, let's do uh, a haunted house, but it's like if a uh, <laughs> the real life experience of an altar boy, which I guess I'll just go ahead and play that one. This <laughs> is like I came up with that one, and uh, yeah, well, yeah, here we go. We're just uh... this Halloween, my child, the devil is inside of you. Experience real terror. There is only one way to remove the devil. You must suck on the body of Christ until the holy batter of life has been released. And then, you must wash it all down with some Jesus juice. Father Comstein's Chapel of Terror! You haven't experienced real fear until you've had your shit sleep cracked by a man with a claw! Experience the real life of an altar boy at Father Comstein's Chapel of Terror. Kids under 12 get in free. Adults, 20 bucks get you plowed in the back door. Father Comstein's Chapel of Terror. Located right next to the Chuck E. Cheese on Manchester Road in Ellisville. You have been cleansed, my child. I haven't listened to that one as much. It's like, I haven't listened to that in years. Like, this this moment is the first time I listened to that in years. Like, wow, like, I put a lot of effort into that. Like, I recorded, like, myself doing weird shit in the background. Like, I threw a lot of effects in there. I was like, I really felt like I went for, I, dude, I swung for the fences on that one. Like, the first one, like, I just cut up sound, uh, little bits of Kara talking, and then I did a, a intro with my voice with the like <laughs> announcer voice with a piano track 
the father comes to like I went over like I like it was like full on production like we're going all out. <laughs> they gave me the green light. They said send him more. <laughs> and so then <laughs> yeah, I did that and uh I never got a reply back. I sent it to Burton and I never got a reply back and I'm like, "Oh fuck. Was it that bad?" Like I mean, it's kind of <laughs> I mean, it's kind of fucked up. Maybe they were just wanting, wanting more Sarah Palin stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, did I go too far? Like, they don't even want to reply back? Like, <laughs> like, like I got the wrong impression from, like, also, too, I, like, the, when they played it, I sent them an email back, and I said some shit, like, crazy shit in the email. And, like, <laughs> it seemed like that threw him for a little, a little bit, and I was just like, Dan, I was just trying to be dirty. I guess is what I was going for, Vulg- vulgarity. And, uh, <laughs> and <laughs> so I was like, uh, yeah. So in my head, like, that's what I came up next was the chapel of terror. And then I never got a fucking email back. And I was like, Oh fuck, man. Like, why did, why didn't I get an email back? Now I'm like all paranoid. Like, well, I can't make any more now. Like, it's send it to him. Like, <laughs> fucking, uh, had I just got an email back and then I'm like, man, maybe I should have done this. Maybe I should have done that. I'm like, I've, I felt like I really missed my opportunity. Like I, I was, <laughs> I was about to be a star on the next Avengers, you know, for me, it was, yeah. uh, I mean, I was going to be, I was going to be on Mount Rushmore. I mean, I, <laughs> and I, I totally fucked. I, I was at the plate going to hit the home run to win the world series. And I shanked it. I'd fucking totally missed. And yeah, you made you were a Quicksilver movie. You're, yeah, Quicksilver. yeah, it was <laughs> Aquaman. I, I was the original of uh, Fantastic Four movie by John Carpenter. <laughs> well, no, because that was like they. I felt like I had more of a shot than that movie did. <laughs> that movie was just designed so they could keep the rights to it. <laughs> I was at least trying <laughs> to be successful. <laughs> Uh, but but anyway yeah i sent that and like never got a reply so i'm thinking like fuck man like i, I like i'm just like all the self-doubt and everything and just like oh man i went too far like there for a little while i was like emailing like kara and stuff and like i felt like it was it was just weird and stuff like i was afraid maybe she thought i was coming on to her i don't know it was weird <laughs> like because i never talked to them in person like i felt like the, like maybe they're just like not reading me right <laughs> Uh, all kinds of crazy shits like going through my head, you know. But then they had like a while, quite a while later, like months later, they had an event at some bar. I forgot what bar, somewhere like Wentzville or Forestville, somewhere around there. I guess it was Wentzville. And uh, I went there and uh, <clears throat> I met them. Like uh, I, I only talked to Tom briefly. Got to shake his hand and stuff. He seemed super nice. And uh, <laughs> but uh, Burton was really cool. I talked to him for a while. And I I told him about the Chapel of Terror. I told him I made him another one. Then like I didn't hear anything back. I was like, maybe I went too far. Like, like, I was afraid, like, I was like he said he never got it. And so he's like, send it back. And so like I tried sending it back and I never got a reply. I'm like, fuck, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I think he changed emails at one point. I don't know what happened. But then I was like, eh, you know, after that, and like, like, but uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I really dropped the ball. I could have worked with Tom though had I stayed at the radio station for another couple of years because he ended up working after well after Burton left the Tom and Jeff podcast, it turned into the Wild Wild West podcast and it had Joe De Niro 
who I worked with, and uh, I love Joe DeNiro. We uh, we used to do uh, high school football games together. He would go out and uh, broadcast with uh, Burgundy, John Shepper. We called him uh, Burgundy. <laughs> he was one of the owners of the radio station. They'd go out to the uh, college, or not college, uh, high school football, and they'd be announcing the games and stuff. Then we'd all go hang out at Denny's later on. <laughs> Like after the games, and we they'd all call me Jankum and stuff, you know, for huffing, because sh- I taught them all about huffing shit, and uh, <laughs> in between commercials and stuff, as you do, you know, we you gotta- we would talk, and then they would call me Jankum, and like the like the announcer for the Rascal Rascals, uh, River City Rascals, which unfortunately are no longer in O'Fallon. Uh, <clears throat> O'Fallon decided not to uh, renew their uh, <laughs> their thing or whatever. Sadly, end of an era, man. End of an era. End of an era. But uh, <laughs> we would all go hang out at like Denny's and stuff, have a couple drinks and everything. And uh, they call me Bananas Foster because I, uh, <laughs> I at Denny's, they're all like T-bone. I want a T-bone, extra rare, yes, and give me a man steak on top of that. And <laughs> like, it's, I mean, it's everything's just like it's all like steak, steak, potatoes. Then they get over to me. I'll have the bananas foster. <laughs> I think I said it with real confidence too when I said it. I was just like, I'll have the bananas foster. <laughs> After the three or four other dudes, you know, guys in there, they're all the, with the radio voices, very, very deep radio voices. I'll have the T bone with a. <laughs> and I was like, I'll have the bananas foster. <laughs> And they all just start dying laughing from then up to they would also call me like banana swast. Anytime we wanted anything, like, you want the banana swaster? Like <laughs> So yeah, yeah. So yeah, I l- I love Joe De Niro as uh, he was one of the people that was there for the banana foster bit. And uh <laughs> I bored out for him several times too, like just to, like playing music <laughs> and stuff. But uh he was like he ended up like co hosting the show, the Wild Wild West show with uh Tom West. So they were uh I believe uh, pretty damn close. And John Burgundy Shepper was uh, pretty close to him too. He uh, he had some posts about uh, Tom. Wild Wild but, West. Uh, they after the Wild Wild West podcast, like I guess eventually they ended up going to the radio station I used to work at, which is actually now one hundred point seven The Viper, not uh, Westplex. They actually moved to Wentzville now too, because it was in Moscow Mills and a little. Uh, <clears throat> it was like a little used storage place. <laughs> It was converted into a radio station. It was this tiny little building that uh, I I think at one point too was like a bank too. There's like a teller play place. <laughs> it was it was a weird weird building with a small little place with a lot of radio equipment in it. <laughs> Interesting. But yeah, yeah, I could I guess I could have eventually worked with the guy. I mean, I knew guys that were real close to him. It's weird. It's it's like I knew him really well. I listened to him forever. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, oh, I guess I could play one little bit. I do have a, a phone call he did, a prank phone call. I don't have, like, much of stuff he did. I'll go ahead and play that real quick. The You know, the flower shop bit? I think I said oh, that yeah, to you yeah. the other day. <laughs> Morning, flower shop. Yes, how are you today? That's him. Uh, doing fine, sir. I need to order some, um, I need to order some pink toesies and some daffodils and some poinsettias. Okay, I'm not sure what the pink doozies are. So the daffodils and poinsettias we can help you out with. I guess you're down for some daffodils and uh, poinsettias. Poinsettias. I don't, aren't poinsettias pretty? 
Uh, they're a little out of season right now, but yes. Okay, here, uh, here's on the card. Well, first of all, my name is Steven. Who is this? This is Russ. Hi, Russ. How are you? I am going to tell my best friend that I've got a crush on him, and he doesn't even know it. Uh, and I want to send this little arrangement over there to him. Now, he hasn't been with a man before, but I think I, I caught him looking at me once or twice. So I'm just going to take the leap and take the jump and see what happens. <laughs> Hello? Russ? Uh, I prefer not to know these things. Well, just here. Just here let's, let's put this on the card, okay? All right, here we go. I long for the day that we're together, tickling your backside with a feather. No more nights all alone, hoping it's you on the phone. Uh, My dearest William, the time has come. Let's join Meat Whistles and become one. I long for the day where we're together, <laughs> tickling your backside with a feather. No more nights all alone, hoping it's you on the telephone. My dearest William, the time has come. <laughs> Let's join meat whistles for the time has come. <laughs> oh, that's that so great. Let's join meat whistles and become one. Oh, that that's fantastic. That's quite the visual. <laughs> Joining meat whistles and everything. <laughs> meat whistle. I forgot all about the meat whistle. <laughs> See, I think I think Tom would have liked the father come steam bit. I think so. Yeah. I think he would have had he heard it. I think he would have. I don't think he would, think he ever did. Oh man, I, it's a shame though. Like I know I, uh, I like I could have at one point like just gone out at least when they were doing the podcast, gone out and hung out probably there and been on it a little bit. They were always recording when I was at work, but I'm sure I could have found one day where I could get off and you know <laughs> join Not meat whistles <laughs> and become one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen back to the Father Comstein though. I mean it does I mean it's some good good quality stuff. That might be my I don't know if that's quite on part like the Leave It to Game might be better, but the Father Comstein's not Leave that it to Game's pretty good. There is a little confusing parts though, I think if you're listening to it and you don't know what you're listening to, where like the ghost segments like yeah. that part can be a little confusing <laughs> but there's a lot that was the most intricate thing i've ever created audio wise was uh the leave it to game as uh that was uh <laughs> leave it to game leave it to game starring <laughs> ed gain as ed gain ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, had some fun making that with trebejo we never did <laughs> make episode two as we said we would. It was full metal ed. We started working on it, but then never. I mean, we had the idea basically. Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. it was full metal jacket except Ed Gein. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, now see, like I wish I could have played like heard like I've never. You know, I don't think I've had any like um, yeah, no, none of my as far as I know, like none of the radio peeps. I know I've never heard like the leave it to game. I was like, I wonder, I wonder how they would react to like <laughs> leave it to game because they could really respect the amount of work they put into with the effects. <laughs> like there was a lot of effects used in that. There was a lot of effects in the Father Comstein's Chapel of Terror. 
Chapel of Terror. Chapel of Terror. That's what I really wanted to do when I leave the, left the radio stations. Like, I wanted to create shit like that. And, like, I had it in my head. I'm going to keep doing that. And that, when we started this podcast, that was the goal. Like, I want to do just, like, a bunch of pre-thought-out stuff. But then we just started, like, talking. And it was like, well, this just seems easier. <laughs> 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 uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> That and I wasn't that good at like just talking on a microphone. I don't know. It seemed like I had to really focus on doing that, and then uh, I just never got around to making a bunch of other audio stuff. Well, I was like talking the other day. <laughs> I'm still bummed out that we never got Fiener in to have an e meter <laughs> to be. Oh audited. yeah, yeah. I forgot <laughs> we were gonna have him do that. That yeah, that would have been great. Fuck. Now we're gonna need the Ouija board. Right, really an e-meter. We 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 could try to go back to those episodes and cut some audio to <laughs> <laughs> be like he's there. <laughs> I think he'd enjoy that. Yes, <laughs> I think everyone would. Uh, yeah, <laughs> laughing their ass off. We uh, we have contacted Fiener's ghost. <laughs> I think we should just. Have him in every every show now at some point. <laughs> I do, man. I was I've tried to look back because I know Muffin Man and I tried to get him to say the tagline of the show, like in recording. In recording, yeah. We tried to get him to do that, and he couldn't fucking do it. And I thought we recorded it like during a show, and like I can't for the life of me find that show. It's like it's not like I put that in the notes. Notes, he was yeah. on like several quite a few episodes and I'm like I can't find that. And I I wanted to put it in there and then just have that at the beginning of each show but I Joe. can't fucking find it. I just like it There's sure a lot there's of episodes something. to go back through like every like with the fine there's tooth comb. That like, he said, yeah, you could stick on. <laughs> I need to just go back through and just like clip out like a good segment of his laugh. Like that laugh was very memorable and like <laughs> Just like right, maybe right before the end sound, and then just like have Fiener's laugh or something. Yeah. I'm not yeah. sure, but or him throwing up, you know. Yeah. Oh, that that episode's great. I forgot which one. That was like one of the early ones. It was, if you look, search for it. It's when we were doing the, uh, we were come omelet. I think is in the show notes because we made him watch come omelet. And that's when we made him puke. <laughs> we model. I think we modeled like our podcast early on. Off of the Tom and Jeff podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Sort of. I mean, it was basically like a lot of fucking radio like that, though. I mean, you know, who who invented the wheel, really, you know? (laughs) We weren't really inventing something. Uh, Yeah, now I'm going to think about Come Omelette. Oh, there was a lot of good fucking Tom and Jeff shit, though, man. That was good stuff. Like, uh, I loved, uh, they, uh, if you're not familiar with St. Louis, and I don't know if he's still around, but, uh, uh, Kevin Steincross, they, they loved Kevin Steincross. They would make fun of him a lot. Uh, you remember Kevin Steincross? Yeah. Yeah. Fox 2, was it? He was on? I think it was Fox. I uh, I thought I was just trying to remember. See if I can find him. Um, let's see. I I imagine there's got to be only one Kevin Steincross. Well, he's still got 
<laughs> Bush Stadium as a uh, <laughs> wallpaper on uh, on his Twitter feed. So I'm thinking, <laughs> at least he still loves St. Louis. Um, he's probably still on. Is he on Fox Two? Yeah, I guess he's still on Fox Two. I don't really watch like uh, local news much anymore. Yeah, I don't either. So. Um. Oh, whoa. In 2019, it does say the STL Today had Kevin Steincross officially gone from KTVI after January racial slur. Whoa, Stein, Steincross, Steiny had a racial slur? Um, yeah. uh, what was the racial slur? It doesn't say. Anyway, he, he used to be, I guess, was he the weather guy? What the fuck would he do? Like, he was on... Uh, KTVI I guess but like he did stuff for their news local news and uh, he had some great bits that he uh, like would go out on like the cheesy local stuff like they're going to a bakery or something like that and uh, they uh, let's see if I can find Oh, there's there's some cl- very f- oh there's a whole three three clips of Kevin Stein. Cr- oh no, okay, I didn't go down for. I thought that page was expanded. Never mind. There's more than one three. Uh, uh, I probably can't find it, but there's this bit that they would play nonstop on uh, Tom and Jeff. Well, they had several uh audio clips of Kevin Steincross. That I absolutely loved. And no, I typed in what I wanted to find with Kevin Steincross, and I can't find it. But uh, there was... <laughs> I guess he was at some kind of... Uh, <laughs> pastry place or something like that. And he said the line, sticky buns. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure Kevin Steincross likes the taste of sausage, if you get what... If you catch my drift... Uh, sticky buns. And <laughs> he would say it just like that. It was like sticky buns, and uh, it was like one of the funniest <laughs> like deliveries. Uh, oh shit! <laughs> now I find his apology for the racial slur. I found out what it was. Anyway, they love Kevin Steincross and like making fun of him. And like they had that would always play sticky buns. I would do that shit when I would play beer pong all the time. I would yell sticky buns. And my thing was, I sucked at beer pong. I would fuck with the other team to get them to miss shots. So I would, like, moon them and yell sticky buns. (laughs) 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 But, uh, like, uh, Tom West loves Steincross so much, he called his cat little little, uh, Kevin Steincross. But here's a... Let's hear. Oh, I gotta pull this up. I gotta hear this. Oh, it's gonna. Oh, god damn it. Why is it not? Did I? Oh, that's right. I got it on my. Eh. I didn't pull it up on my laptop. That's why it didn't play. <laughs> Forgot. Uh. Yeah. Anyway, Kevin Steincross. Let's uh. Find out what his apology and. uh <laughs> I'm pretty surprised he did this. Like, what the fuck he was thinking? But uh, let's see here. I want to, I want to take a moment to apologize. We have heard from a viewer about a mistake I made in our 5 a.m. newscast this morning. 
In our story about the tribute to Dr. King, I unfortunately mispronounced his name. Oh, I do remember this I have total respect for Dr. King, what he meant and continues to mean to our country. This was not intentional in any way, and I sincerely apologize. That's him apologizing. Well, the what I oh, I gotta find this. I gotta find damn it. No, pause, you fucker. I gotta find this. <laughs> I know what he said, and it says it in the notes. I gotta see if I can find the actual <laughs> clip of him fucking up Martin Luther King's King's name. Uh, here we go. Let's see if I can find it. Um. Yeah, he was a meteorologist. I don't know if he still is. Uh, <laughs> there's somebody saying that apparently he's not the only one to ever make that mistake. <laughs> oh, damn it. Uh. Damn it, it's just like a bunch of news. I want to see the actual clip. Okay, spoiler alert. What he said was, Martin Luther Kuhn. <laughs> nice. I do remember like hearing that. I do now that you said yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> like as soon as I read it, I was like, oh yeah, I do remember him saying that. Uh, Martin Luther Coon Day. <laughs> but apparently, there's a lot of people that have said that. And there's a lot of reporters, apparently. I'm looking and seeing here that there's a lot of clips. Some people saying like this basically this guy's gonna get fired <laughs> uh steincross though man he those are some good shit when he was just like sticky buns and he also said another one like i'm not coming out <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what that was from like where they clipped that audio but it's like i'm not coming out <laughs> so fantastic <laughs> Uh, I think Jeff would play that a lot whenever he would give uh, Tom shit for uh, fucking Mitch. <laughs> I'm not coming out. <laughs> the Yes game would get like fantastic when they would do that. They would have him say some horrible shit. The Yes game's just simple. Uh, you got each person gets a round of questions to ask the other person. The only answer you can give is yes. <laughs> And then, of course, when it became the podcast, it became Fuck Yes. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it got a little crazy with that. Uh, I wonder if I can find I don't remember if they had the Yes game in there. I don't think they had the Yes game. The Yes game would get pretty fun. Like, they'd say some pretty horrible – have them say some pretty horrible shit <laughs> where they'd have to uh, say yes to it. <laughs> About, like, you know, fucking your mom and <laughs> – it probably won't uh come up with the whole whole podcast yeah i didn't think i saw anything about the uh balls on your face that's a whole episode i don't know what to think of that one yeah unfortunately there's no uh no damn there i remember whenever the podcast came out they had they had to go with tom and jeff com because tom and jeff was taken uh, it was a gay couple. <laughs> it's great. Uh yeah, unfortunately they don't have a they don't have a clip of uh that whole spiel. 
But man. Yeah, good stuff though, man. What's crazy to think too is when he started doing that podcast, he was the same age as me. Now it's like, oh, <laughs> like thinking like, do I have ten more years left in me? <laughs> do I have another ten, eleven years? I don't know. That seems risky these days. <laughs> do I have another ten minutes? Can I finish this episode? <laughs> man, I don't know if you saw Bam Margera. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, he's he's having a freak out, man. Like he's. He's saying he's not done, as and as in Ryan done. <laughs> he had like, I I just happened to catch a thing on my feed on my Instagram feed of uh, Bam, and uh, I just kind of saw that uh, he was bitching about the guys in Jackass, and I guess like they were booting him out of uh, Jackass Four. Yeah, they fired him. And then I went and looked at, like see if I could find more information on his feed. And he posted like 20 or 30 posts within an hour or two. <laughs> and apparently he had to delete some of them. Like he put up videos where like, and I read about it later. Like he got dudes in bad shape. <laughs> yeah. Basically they, they mm. told him like, you know, he was putting their lives in danger because they're all sober now. Yeah. <clears throat> and he's just getting fucked up and not paying attention. Yeah, I mean, all those guys. Yeah, all those guys have had uh, their bouts with shit. <laughs> Clearly, Dunn being the most famous one is he died <laughs> as a result. Then Steve-O, that guy's lucky to be fucking alive. Like he's holy got a shit! Really cool podcast, actually. I don't yeah, know I think I've seen little clips of it. Like it's weird seeing him like talk and like be sober. Because uh, did you ever see that documentary or what? It was like an MTV special or yeah, something where they yeah. felt like dude was fucking nuts like <laughs> in his regular life like the shit he was doing to his neighbors and everything hey. uh, yeah <laughs> but uh, uh, that was crazy stuff though yeah like, I, I watch his and uh, I watch Tom Green's Tom Green's got some good stuff I saw him good on stuff. the Drew Barrymore show at least a little bit of a clip of that yeah <laughs> that was the that was the first time they've seen each other since since then yeah, they they still I guess care about each other. It's yeah. it was weird. Like it seemed like a stunt. It was a you know that whole marriage thing. Like they were married very briefly. <laughs> but he's got a deal now where he's just in a fucking like van basically out in the middle of the desert. Yeah, because he's so paranoid about the COVID. COVID, yeah. Hmm. Him and his dog. It's weird that seeing him now and being like the straight guy like not like being all crazy i'm tom green (laughs) (laughs) fucking with people nonstop. he's been on rogan twice now yeah yeah. i love that uh this is not happening where he talks about being uh on the celebrity apprentice that is pretty fantastic that 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 and talking about him and dice andrew dice clay like being on celebrity apprentice Uh, that had to be fun. That had to be great to be see the behind the scenes on that one. That's uh, fantastic. It is still crazy to think like that guy ended up becoming our president. We're like even if <laughs> like, like to go back and see that like even if you were like hardcore believed in Donald Trump, like to go back and watch this shit and, like I voted for this guy like <laughs> like if, if, like if I mean I didn't, but if I was like, I I would think to go back and watch it and think like, I want this guy to lead the country. <laughs> like he just, like he had that, uh, 
uh, with SAG, uh, the Screen Actors Guild. Yeah. Just like kicked him out. Well, they were going to kick him out, and then he sent him a letter saying like, "Oh, I quit." Before <laughs> they kicked him out, and talked about how proud he was of his work. In Home Alone Two. <laughs> I can't believe he was still in SAG. I mean, I guess the TV show kept him in it. But... Yeah, yeah, The Apprentice. He was a celebrity. He was a reality game show host, reality yeah. TV game show host. That's what he was. It wasn't. It wasn't a real boardroom. They set it up for the show. <laughs> it was scripted. <laughs> but uh, like he said in the letter that how like he proud he was of his work in like Home Alone Two, where he played himself. All these movies he referred to, he played himself. And I, I, Matt Damon or somebody was talking about the reason why he was in the movies that he was in like that, like Home Alone 2. He, like, forced his way into that one. Well, yeah. Well, like, all the movies that he plays himself in and you see him in, the only reason he's in those movies is because that's the only way you could film in Trump Tower. Tower, yeah. Is you had to put Donald Trump in the movie as himself and somebody had to say Mr. Trump at some point. <laughs> <laughs> thanks sag <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, that's great though <laughs> like uh but i guess that's fake news i guess that's fake news that never yeah. happened he was never in home alone too it didn't happen didn't yeah. happen he never he was never in the mcdonald's commercial talking to grimace he never. He, is he did. He did molest Grimace, but you know everybody's fine with that. He played That's... Grimace for years. <laughs> I still love my. One of my favorite things he ever did was the uh, audio they have um, where he called. Uh, I don't remember what publication it was, but he called as his publicist. He created. I forgot the oh, John Doe. <laughs> <laughs> the name he came up with too was fucking funny too. He called saying he was Donald Trump's publicist. And told them all the fucking women he was banging. <laughs> and it's clearly Donald Trump's voice in the audio. There's a recording. My favorite stuff is, is the, all the Stern stuff. Like, his Stern oh, yeah. stuff is fucking hilarious, man. God. The shit he admits to, too. Like, yeah. like he's being honest. Like, he's talking about being backstage at the pageants and being a fucking creeper. <laughs> It's like I get away with it. I get away with it. <laughs> and then just the, fucking what's his face his girlfriend. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, was it Ronnie or who the fuck was, yeah, it, was it? Ronnie. Or, yeah. Yeah. Right. Or yeah, CJ I or I don't know. I, I don't no, remember all the Ronnie. Are, no, I can't remember. But yeah. But yeah, he fucked one of them's girlfriend uh, or took his girlfriend. I don't remember what the deal was, but like, uh, <laughs> I think the best bit though. And I don't think it got a whole lot of play when people were bringing up old Stern clips is when he's talking about OJ because they were good friends for a while. Yeah. <laughs> the Juice and the Don were good friends. And uh, see, people seem to forget about that one. Um, <laughs> and he's talking about Nicole had it coming. <laughs> <laughs> he talked about having dinner with OJ and Nicole and she's flipping out. And uh, he's like, yeah, yeah, she, she had it coming. <laughs> And then he kind of laughs about it, uh, you know, they, but yeah, yeah, she, you know, he's like, yeah, he clearly didn't give a fuck about Nicole Brown Simpson. <laughs> he's like, Probably called up Juice later, like, yeah, I get it, man. I get it. 
Uh, <laughs> that's probably how he got the vaccine so quickly. Is he had that connection? He had the. Uh... <laughs> oh. <laughs> that that I think what that was my favorite clip of Trump on on uh, Stir. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> Though I, you know. I'm I can be kind of an asshole with things like if one of my friends did like end up killing their wife or something I don't think I would do it on a podcast maybe not Yeah it was AJ <laughs> yeah it was AJ AJ okay Yeah but uh like it's I've, funny that it, it it's they were supposed to be talking about the Miss Universe uh pageant yeah for over for over for almost two hours, all they talked about was Donald Trump fucking AJ's girlfriend, <laughs> <laughs> who was also Miss Teen USA, right? No. <laughs> her, what was her name? Her name is in here too. It's um, Karen McDougal. No, <laughs> Carrie Young, <clears throat> former model Carrie Young. Yeah, yeah. Now she's got all kinds of diseases because she fucked Donald Trump. Trump, yeah. Well, she fucked AJ. <laughs> she probably fucked Ronnie. She probably <laughs> she made the whole, whole rounds. She fucked uh, what the guy from the Bloodhound Gang. He was a, a intern for his turn for a while. Fuck. Um, <laughs> I guess Artie was on. Yeah, Artie was on that too. Shit. Yeah. Yo, man, how's he doing? Like he he was clean last I knew. He's still still clean. Still doing the show. So, man, looks like um, he looks like hell, but better. Yeah, <laughs> it is amazing that dude's still alive. Holy fuck, dude! He was just on. Um, oh, uh, fuck, uh, Jackie's Jackie the Joke Man's. Fucking. Yeah, Jackie's and, still alive. <laughs> um, damn it. There was somebody else, and then they had... Uh, Fred's not with uh, Stern anymore, is he? Yeah, yeah. Is he yeah. still on there? Okay. Yeah. I knew Jackie's been gone forever, but... Yeah, he's been gone a long time. <laughs> long, long time. A long, that, long that, that, time That might ago. have been a while that he's been on there, but... I do... But I, he, I've heard some Stern recently. Fred has I been trying to get Stern to get... To let Artie back on. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, the only one that's really against it is is fucking uh, Baba Booey. He's he's like totally against it. But. Yeah, but does anybody really give a fuck what Baba Booey thinks? Of Booey, Stern? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least listening to Stern, you would think not. <laughs> as much as he dogs on him, still to this day, and he's been his producer forever. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> he's always been addicted to Baba Booey. Although Baba Booey does kind of bring it on himself sometimes. Hello, hello. I heard a bit because, like, I've got a couple of months free with my car. It was serious. And so I've l- listened to it a little bit recently. And uh, Baba Booey had a Facebook page and uh, he unfriended Stern on there so he couldn't <laughs> see some posts that Gary put up. <laughs> And they called him out for it. <laughs> Shit. Well, uh, Gary made the mistake. Stern didn't notice by Facebook. He didn't notice that he had unfriended him. I mean, how he, how would you really notice? It's not like you get an alert, like, hey, your your friend just unfriended you. 
you just happen to notice when you can't look at their page if you go to look at it. That's the only time you're really gonna know. <laughs> but uh <laughs> Dude, like right in the like right as the pandemic, right as they shut like everything down, you know. The there was like a few weeks into that and they were giving him shit because he's like he's like, I had to make a dentist appointment. He goes, and then you had to do this whole like they detox you basically before you fucking go to the dentist. Yeah. And so people were calling in. They were like, "You risked your life just to go to the dentist." And Howard and fucking everybody was like, "If he doesn't, his teeth just keep growing. Like he has to chew on rocks." <laughs> <laughs> so for like two weeks straight, every time he would come on and say anything, they played like hamster noises and shit. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's it. That sounds about right. Uh it's funny too because he was like, he goes, I haven't been to the dentist in a while. He goes, I didn't realize how shitty the dental coverage is here. <laughs> oh man, I didn't realize I could use OBS for this. I probably could have done some cooler shit with my background on Zoom. But yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, with the whole Twitter th- or Facebook, uh, Stern was the, he wouldn't have found out, but Gary got on the wrap up show. And talked about how he unfriended since nonchalantly talked about how he unfriended Howard because he knew Howard would give him shit about this certain post that he he put up and he didn't want to get hear about it and so he talks about it on the wrap up show and of course they tell Stern <laughs> it's not like Stern listens to the wrap up show I think he's only been on it like three fucking times. Yeah, but the, yeah, they the fucking like they they tell so like Stern's like giving all kinds of hell. He's like <laughs> he's like you're unfriended from the show, like or whatever. But uh, yeah, good stuff though. Good stuff. Good stuff. That's what we probably needed for this show was like we should have had a, a producer that he did renewed some stuff. his contract a couple weeks ago. Yeah, the chick that always calls in. I can't remember her name now, but that's how he uh, announced it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're talking about. I thought you meant Papa Bowie. <laughs> yeah, but no. I, I did hear the bit where Stern renewed his contract. Yeah, <clears throat> he's got to be fuck what like late sixties, mid sixties, late sixties. He's getting up there. I know him and Robin were talking about how they can't fucking read their TVs anymore. How they had, like <laughs> Robin's got to use like binoculars <laughs> to fucking read he's- the shit on the TV. He's 67. 67, yeah. Oh, he's almost 69. Ooh, hey now. Hey now. Hey now. Hello, hello. 69. <laughs> I almost went to George Takei right there. <laughs> hey now. Hey. I can't. I got to hear. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, oh, my. Oh, my. I put my way. That dude's in his 80s. Shatner. Shetner Wang. <laughs> He's been great on the fucking during the pandemic, dude. Yeah. Just him and his fucking him and his partner. <laughs> He's like, they're like, what do you guys do? And he goes, Well, I live downstairs and he's upstairs and if i need anything i just ring this bell no, no, <laughs> he rings the bell and he's like waiter. right there <laughs> i stick my penis in the dumbwaiter Wang. <laughs> <laughs> oh good times though good times hmm 
I get. I guess we're about good here, man. Yeah. There's uh It was pretty much just Tom talking about Tom West, man. That was a legend. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I haven't seen when, but there is. They are going to do the three dub network, which I believe is. Uh, I don't know if De Niro's still involved with that, but I, I think Scotty Boom Boom is probably going to be involved. They're doing a best of podcast where they're pulling up a bunch of old Tom West stuff, and I don't know if Burton's going to be involved with that or not. I don't know who's all. But they're going to have some uh, old clips. It's a live thing, and I don't know when they're going to do that. So I, I like uh, probably when I'm working. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be when yeah. <laughs> But uh, I definitely want to check it out once they like at least publish it. As, uh, that'll be that'll be entertaining. Love the old, old Tom West. As, uh, as, yeah. But uh, you got anything else there? No, I think I'm good. All right, kiddies. Uh, as always, that is a kid in a wheelchair, not a trash can.